Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. And we are here. You don't have to think about it. It is right here. It is right now. How you doing today, Brandon Stokely? I'm doing great. Friday. Happy Friday to you. It's not just any Friday, though. It's a big Friday. It's a big, big, big Friday. We got a big, big game tomorrow. Early kickoff. CU, Nebraska, you know, uh, get that rivalry kicked back up. Not that we needed any more spice to it, but the way that CU started, yep, uh, it's at home. Everyone's been so excited. And then now you got, um, you know, the game early tomorrow. Uh, just just awesome. Uh, can't wait to see what that environment looks like oh and feels like. Oh, my gosh. Like. Um, and then, you know, we got the NFL opener for the Broncos on Sunday. Had had the game last night, um, Chiefs-Lions. So, uh, look, what a, what a great weekend we have in the store. I can't wait. That first weekend of NFL football is just like on Sunday. It, it's so much fun. You just don't know what to expect. You don't know what the team's going to look like. All those things as a player that gets you excited about yep. the season. Same thing for us here, right? Um, and so we're, we're fixing to find out what it looks like. But it's exciting. It's fun. Can't wait for it. I, I am so looking forward to just being overstimulated on a Sunday. And just trying to keep track of all the bullets that are flying around the league. And I just, um, I'm so excited for this weekend. Uh, starts tomorrow. And truly, like, when we've been talking about it all week. Like, true rivalry fashion uh, this weekend. CU, Nebraska, first time in a few years. Um, uh, you got the Raiders and the Broncos kicking off. Haven't it's been a few years? It's been a few oh, years. Okay. 2019. Right. Oh, okay. uh, that's three. That, that's kind of the definition of a few almost. Yeah, someone um, taught you that, I think, the other and day. Then, and then you got the Raiders, who the Broncos have not beaten since 2019. Coincidentally, the last time CU played Nebraska. It's been a few wow. years, Stoke. It's like seven in a row for the Raiders? Yeah. Uh, well, so six, uh, six in a row. Six? Seven in a row for Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs has never lost to the Denver Broncos. Uh, the, the, the last he missed one? Correct. And yeah. that was uh, week 17 of the 2019 season where uh, you famously said that uh, if, if for some reason the Broncos lost that game, Vic Fangio would have to win a Super Bowl to uh, overcome that loss. That's right. That's what kind of disaster that was going to be. Yes. And can you imagine if they would have lost it, what the streak looks like? I mean... It would be at least eight. It would be at least eight. That's I can tell you that. I can do that, man. <laughs> That's what quickly. that would have meant. Yes. It would not have been good. It went from seven to eight. Yes. Um... No, it would have went from six to eight. Oh, six to eight. That's six right. That's right. Exactly. That's, oh, that's a big jump. That's right. A big right. Jump. It's not just a one jump. It's a right? two, at least a two jump. And yes. I don't know what happened the year before. It might be more than that. Anyway, anyway. Um, that's nonsense. And hopefully that's going to stop on Sunday. But it's it's a great weekend. And it kicks off tomorrow early, early in the morning again with, with the rivalry, with, with CU and Nebraska going at it. And, you know, there are a lot still. When you look at CU, I mean, all the answers haven't. Been, I mean, all the questions haven't been answered. No, here, right? We're, no. we're still, still trying to find out who this football team. I don't know who TCU is this year. They might stink, right? And then you look at uh, Nebraska. I know they didn't play well, but they're probably a little bit better than than the performance they had. Now yeah. they're going into week two. What does CU look like? You know, um, after that great win that they had, can they keep that momentum and keep playing at that type of level? A lot of questions there. 
There is no doubt about it. And, and, and I have a question about last weekend. Like, if TCU stays committed to the run instead of throw the ball around the yard 40 times, like, what does that look like? We still haven't seen – it's one game, you know. So we haven't seen CU truly defend the run. I think they're going to have to do that this weekend with a mobile quarterback for Nebraska that we'll see tomorrow morning who had – handful of ill-timed turnovers in the red area last week against uh, Minnesota. So um, we'll see what it looks like. We don't have to wait long. I cannot wait to put my eyes on that game. But I spent all yesterday saying I can't wait to put my eyes on the Detroit Lions against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know you are locked into that game. I didn't miss a snap. Um, what did you think about it? First game of the year. You know, that, that this is um, you know some of the stuff that you see. I mean, they, the Chiefs couldn't catch the ball. Um, you know, kind of handed the game to Detroit, and they and Detroit made a couple big time plays they along did. the way they did. to take advantage of it. Obviously, the the turnover that went through you know Kadarius Tony's hands and was a, a pick six was a big play. Uh, you look at that fake punt early in the game, mm. right? And wow, what a what, call! I mean, unbelievable call. You're talking about what fourth and two, fourth and three? Yeah, yeah I mean something backed up inside your own twenty on your own seventeen yard uh, line. Yes, that's just a big time call from Dan Campbell. You can't play scared if you want to beat the Chiefs on the road. Memo Sean Payton. Okay, we're trying to break a streak. So um, if you want to beat that team, you're not going to just be able to go toe-to-toe with them, right? You're going to have to do some things like that and think outside the box and gamble and take some big-time risks. That's what he did. Guess what? If it didn't work, oh, well, you know, the Chiefs might score anyway. So sometimes take some risk like that. And look how it, how it paid off. All of a sudden, they got they had nothing going. I think it was three and out, about to be three and out again. And then you make one play like that yep. where a coach says, we're going for it. Yep. Then next thing you know, you drive down the field, you have all the momentum, and it's a touchdown. But the Chiefs were a little bit off, right? They were a little bit off there um, with, with some of the stuff that they do and just didn't quite work. You know, how much was the loss of Ch- Travis Kelsey? How much did that hurt him? Um, and, and the Lions just made a few more plays. That's NFL football. Yep. It's not one uh, on paper. It's one on the football field, right? And so um, nice job by the by the Lions making the plays when they presented itself, and, and the Chiefs didn't. I don't care who you are. You know, this is a new year. It don't matter what you did last year, Kansas City. So you got to go out there and do it on the football field. And the Lions did it a little bit better than the Chiefs. Just a little bit better. And I thought Mahomes was fantastic. I really did. I mean, a couple of those drops were just, I mean, smoke through a freaking keyhole. I just so pinpoint accuracy, and these guys are just dropping the ball. And then the pick, did you realize that was the first ever interception for uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes in a game one? In a week one. Five Week one games for Pat Mahomes, 18 touchdowns, zero turnovers. That was the first one, and it wasn't even really his fault as that ball pops in the air and, you know, Detroit took advantage of it. But, um, God, that Lions team, like you said, a couple times, like three, four times during the game, they just, you know, huge third down conversion, a huge third down stop. And, man, you just you tip your cat to uh, tip your cap to – Dan Campbell, I hated the call. I know you're. I know you. 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 You sounded like you liked it. The the going for uh, uh, on the fake punt backed up inside your own twenty five six minutes into the game, um, but it's a results oriented business, so yeah. it worked. So it's like, and then you went down and scored. That drive that they put together following the fake was even more impressive than the fake. But holy smokes, man! It reminded me of Vic Fangio going for two against Kansas City at home in the first possession of the game a couple right. years back. I didn't mind that. I, I know. told you that. You're right. you're, you're consistent. Yeah. Um, I hated both, um, but again, results oriented business. It pays off, man. But that's the stuff you have to do. 
That's why I didn't mind it with Vic. Like, you're not going to really go toe-to-toe with the Chiefs team um, and, and come out on top. Uh, it's just probably not going to happen a lot, especially on the road. And I'm not saying I'm advocating and, and just jumping up and down and loved uh, the call because certainly it could have gone bad. But guess what you do, Zach? You prepare, right? You prepare for certain things. And and they prepare for a certain look from Kansas City. Right. Right? Uh, right. On the punt return, right. on their punt team. And they got it. Okay, and once they got it, this is what we're going to do. We're not going to all of a sudden not do it because we're inside the 20, right? This is what we did, and this is how we prepared for it. We got to look. Let's go execute it and try to take advantage of it. No matter the situation, we're not going to play scared because we're inside our own 20, Yeah. right? And you got to love that from Dan Campbell. His players love that, and sometimes that stuff doesn't work. Um, but but just as long as you put the work in and you prepare for it, but then when it presents itself, you got to be ready to execute it, and they did. And how huge was that? It's they massive. had nothing it's going. It's nothing. They were about to be three and out again, putting back to Kansas City, who was going to have great field position. The momentum swing there, when you're on the field and something like that happens, and you're Patrick Mahomes and you're about ready to go out there, and you're like, are you kidding me? Right. And then when you are Detroit, you're like, let's go, let's baby. Go. We got yeah. another life. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get some more. Let's go get a couple first downs. And that's what they did, and they scored. Wow. Good uh, game. Great what game. What a game, man. That was fantastic. What a watch. A lot of drama to it. It's a Bud Light Football Friday live from Slattery's Pub and Grill. Bud Light, an official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Football is back, and Slattery's Pub and Grill is your neighborhood sports bar and grill in the Denver Tech Center for every game every day. We're going to be here until 2 o'clock. If you want to come by and say hello, we would love to see you. All right. I have a great golf story I will be telling you probably top of the hour. A couple minutes long. It is a doozy. All right. Put that in your back pocket. Forward tease. The chances that the Broncos open up the season with a win just got a little bit better yesterday, and we'll tell you why coming up next. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. The chances that the Broncos open up the season with a win got a little bit better here in the last 48 hours. Now, you could look at this a couple different ways. Um... Don't want to spend too much time on it, but you see what's going on already out of the gate between Chandler Jones and the Raiders organization and Josh McDaniels. It, you know, things have gotten messy there before a game's even played. So, yeah, I, I didn't even know there was any kind of um, drama there, right, with Chandler Jones. And then you see him start tweeting about things. It's like, wow, they sent him. Win free groceries for a year. That's what's on the line in this year's King Supers Fan Football Pick'em. Win $250 each week and a grand prize of groceries for a year. Sign up today at denversports.com slash picks. Have you Googled yourself lately? Are there negative posts from an ex-employee or from a former client? Maybe an outdated news article or sensitive personal information about your family? Search engines don't always get it right. But right or wrong, it's your reputation on the line. That's where Reputation Defender by Norton comes in. One of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. Reputation Defender has been fixing people's search results for over 15 years. Their cutting-edge approaches help you to wipe away unwanted information in your search results. They also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, helping you put your best foot forward. 
Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. Take control with Reputation Defender. You can start by getting your free Reputation Report Card at reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 to speak to an expert. That's 800-401-6681. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. All right, we're just talking about the Chandler Jones situation uh, with the Raiders, and we do have news as recent as um, uh, here today uh, being put out there by uh, Andrew Siciliano uh, here within the last uh, three or four minutes, actually, that Josh McDaniels does confirm that uh, uh, Chandler Jones will not play on Sunday. Uh, no big surprise there. No. Um, because this thing, I mean, it got messy. Apparently it goes back a couple months with some you know, text messages and then the crisis team sent on Wednesday to his home. And then Chandler Jones' response to that was kind of basically like live social media along with the crisis team being there, you know, taking pictures of the badge and the woman saying they had him outside in his in his underwear and all types of just wild stuff. It seems like he's a little bit unhinged right now. Just yeah. looking at the story from afar, I'm not a doctor, but it looks like um, that's a problematic. So already, from a football standpoint, uh, Raiders season not getting off on the right foot. Yeah, just a big distraction, obviously. Um, and that situation is 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 very odd. I. You know, you, you hear, like, the crisis team going out to his house, and that's just, um, you know, if you have any kind of concern, if you don't take those steps and those measures and then something happens to him, right. you know, you're going to be asked why why you did nothing. Why didn't you do anything about this? And why did you uh, – and so they're trying to be proactive. Uh, but, you know, obviously if someone is not in their right mind, not saying he's not, but it just seems like something's off there, then they're going to react kind of the way he's reacting to right. it. So hopefully – he can, you know, get his stuff figured out and um, just, you know, just nothing serious happens right. here because just a human this thing can spiral quickly out, out of control. I don't know what's going on there, but it's 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 a it's an odd, odd situation, obviously, where they sent him home for uh, whatever reason. And who knows? Who knows what it looks like moving forward? But. Obviously not ideal for the Raiders. I mean, he he signed a three-year, fifty-something million-dollar contract yeah. a year ago. Yep. So he was he was expected to be a big part of that that defense and didn't have a great year last year, I don't believe. And and so you know we'll we'll see. But missing a big part of that defense. Yep, and certainly a distraction. Uh, you just mentioned there in a second year of a three-year, fifty-one million-dollar deal. Um, when it comes to uh, the good news that uh, the Broncos uh, got here in the last 24, 48 hours, Jerry Judy's back at practice, Stoke. Jerry Judy is back at practice, limited, um, but you've seen some video on social media, him running around, sprinting around. This is uh, Broncos offensive coordinator uh, Joe Lombardi on the progress from Jerry Judy. The initial reports, it, it maybe didn't sound as bad as, as maybe we thought it was going to be. So didn't know, still don't know, um, you know, when he's going to be back. But but I think certainly sooner rather than later compared to maybe what we thought when we first saw the injury. And he just alluded to it at the end. Uh, he had a separate quote saying, hey, when he first went down, we had a sinking feeling. But hey, here we are. Um, you know, he's not back back, 
but I want to give you some credit because you've kind of been steadfast saying, hold on, Jerry Judy sometimes looks like he's really, really injured, and then he's back the next week. Um, you hadn't ruled out him playing week one. It sounds like it's going to be left up to Jerry Judy whether he's ready to go or not. Yeah, I was waiting for you to give uh, a little credit this way. Um and I think you said you were going to get something like a, what was it, the teardrop or the <laughs> lower back JJ if he no, played in week one? That's what that you're going to get if he goes uh, out there and grabs well. his hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not on me. I told you that I would not rule him out week one. You did. This is who Jerry Judy is, right? It's like he's that type of guy that, you know, might look bad. He gets carted off, whatever. But, like, let's just wait a second here with Judy because some of these injuries have looked bad, and we've seen them, all, you know, on Sundays. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that's a bad ankle injury. Injury. And you know there he is a week or two later able to play. So that was that was where, where I was at there. And um, so hopefully hopefully he can go. And if he's not healthy enough to go, then 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 just don't go. Right? I mean it's it, it's all good. But the fact that he's this close, right? And he's out there working is right. great news. And if he's not able to quite get across the finish line here before Sunday, that's fine. Expect to see him next week. But if he is, let's go. Right, we're we're not babying this thing, and we're not we're, you know, we're not being ultra conservative, um, and and keeping him out if he's able to go. We need to win this football game. It's an important football game, and so if he's able to play, let's play him. And then you just kind of hope that you don't have a setback. If you have a setback, you do. It just it, it is what it is. But the Broncos need to beat the stinking Raiders, and we need everybody that's able to play on the football field. That's kind of my mindset here going into this football game. And 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 Schefter won. Stokely won. One and one, baby. Oh! One and one. Yeah, I'm taking that oh! W. You didn't give me my complete segment like I wanted last week, but I'm taking this one. I told you. I disagreed oh with him, and I was going to get the win. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm going to do my victory lap. <laughs> well, Judy said yesterday, quote, I just have to consistently feel good throughout practice every day. Just keep getting better and better. As long as I feel good on Sunday, we'll see what happens. I'm being 100% smart about it. I've got to listen to my body. If I feel good, I'm good. If I don't, then I don't. It all depends on how I feel. I just uh, want to feel like it's not hindering me. I want to feel that confidence, the explosiveness, the cuts. If I feel good and I just feel and I'm just feeling more comfortable, that's just what I'm focusing on right now. And then finally, who will make the decision at game time? Judy told Mike Kliss, quote, I mean, it's my body. It's how I feel. So I feel like it's my decision. Yeah, there, there you go. I mean, that's that's what he should do. If he can go out there and perform, play. If not, like if you're something just a little bit off there, then, then, then don't go, right? I mean, that's where we're at. So I think he's got the right approach here. All right, at, at Sunday at Mile High at 225 in the afternoon, we get to see a heavyweight matchup within Broncos Raiders, and we'll take a closer dive into that coming up next. This is how we do it. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. Sunday, we get to see a heavyweight matchup within the Broncos-Raiders matchup itself. And what I'm talking about is Pat Sertan lighting up against Devontae Adams. It is truly good on good. One of the better matchups that you'll see in the NFL this season. Um, when I say Devontae Adams in 2023, where are you at with uh, the all-pro receiver here today? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, because, you know, you, you play – 
you know, wide receivers is such a dependent position on your quarterback, the offensive line, and how the offense is doing. Obviously, he is so talented um, and one of the best in the game. But, you know, you, you need your quarterback. And it, well, what does Jimmy Garoppolo look like this year? Can he stay healthy? And what happens if he gets hurt? So I'm not, you know, like if I was um, – I like Devontae Adams. I like watching him play. You know, great football player, tough um, and, um, you know, he just plays tough, plays at the, the wide receiver position the right way. So I love watching him play. Um, but so I, I don't have any, you know, doubts about him going out there performing at a high level himself. But all the stuff around him, I think, is the big question for him to, to determine what kind of season he has. But look, this is this is it, man. I mean, this is great. When you talk about, you know, good on good, great on great. Yeah. Here, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could be seeing this thing for the next five years, twice a year, right? Uh, Adam's a little bit Adam, older. He is. He is. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not the next five years. Next, you know, few years. Let's yeah. go with that, yeah. right? Sure. Um, where it's just a heavyweight battle. And last year, you would probably say Devontae got the best of it. He did. Right? He did. And now we'll, we'll, we'll take a peek at what it, what it looks like this year. Um, but obviously a big storyline in this game and one that I'll be watching. Uh, I absolutely love it. Here's Pat Sertan. Uh, yesterday when asked on what makes Devontae Adams so darn good? Um, I just think that he's uh, a technician out there. Um, you know, he's been in the league for some time now, so he's very smart uh, in his craft. And, um, you know, with guys like that, you got to watch a lot of film on them, uh, get a beat on it. So um, by the time the game comes, you already know the next move. We've seen Adams uh, have a basically like a Hall of Fame caliber career uh, through the first, uh, well, he's been in the league since 2014, so it's been a while. A uh, former second-round pick coming out of? Uh, Devontae Adams played at uh, Fresno. Yes, sir. A little warm-up for trivia a little bit wow. later. Wow, okay. All right, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Uh, Good on you. Uh, but but like you said, I mean, he's so he's been in the league like 9, 10 years. Yeah. Um, he's 30 years old. Okay. Yeah. He'll turn 31 during this season. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Like, I haven't looked at his stats, but you say, you know, probably a Hall of Famer, maybe a Hall of Famer. Like, me, just off the top of my head, I say he's a, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. What? So let's look at his career. Okay. He's, he's been a first-team All-Pro three separate times So in each of the last three seasons. He's been a Pro Bowler six different times. And this is this is what really, like, with, with this next thing I'm about to mention, like, when you lead the NFL in touchdown catches in multiple seasons, wow. that's – that's a different like uh, uh, status than like a Pro Bowler. You're leading the league in touchdown grabs in the year 2020, but also in 2022. Didn't realize he led the league in touchdown grabs just a season ago. Um, so, this, wow, didn't realize that either. And, and by the end of this season, he should be in the 10,000 uh, yard receiving club. He is he is on the doorstep. He's uh, about 9,600 yards. So another again statistical benchmark when you put it on paper right. after it's all said and done. Um, so yeah, very impactful career. The question is like, you know, he's had Aaron Rodgers and 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 Derek Carr, you know, force feeding him that ball. Is Jimmy Garoppolo uh, that dude to? Um, you know, on a regular basis, be putting it on time and on target. Yeah, that, that's a that's a big question this year. Is is Jimmy G? What does it look like? What does he look like in Josh McDaniels' offense? 
Um, and certainly, what does it look like for Devontae Adams and his numbers? Yeah. Um, and so uh, that you know, you you know, Carr and him had that relationship going back to Fresno, right? We're teammates yep. at Fresno, right. and so they were excited about you know doing it again uh, last year, and and it was obviously a great year for for Devontae Adams. But now, what does it look like? And then who's their backup? Because Jimmy G won't play 17 games. I mean, there's just like 0% chance of that, right? Who's got a better chance of playing 17 games? Seriously. Huh. Jimmy G uh-huh. or Randy Gregory? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Um, Randy Gregory. Wow. Randy Gregory. Wow. Okay. All right. I, but the backup, I, I, by I, the I, way. I, 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 like, he's never done it, though. No. no but has Jimmy no, G ever I, done it? No. Huh? I don't think so. Maybe with the Patriots, but he hasn't started every game, so. No, no, uh, no. Goodness. And the backup, by the way, uh, the backup with the Raiders is? Somebody I've never heard of. Oh, no. Quite the opposite. Oh, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, oh. watch. <laughs> Hoyer with the massive mistake. <laughs> I think they have, they have three quarterbacks on their roster. I remember seeing that. They have three guys. They kept three. So um, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Yeah, the um, third one is uh, is Aiden O'Connell. Uh, was that the kid from uh, – he's Purdue kid, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, but, yeah, so we'll see what it looks like this weekend. Um any type of uh, well, here's here's a little bit more f- from Pat Sertan. Let's hear a little bit more from PS2 when asked yesterday if he likes the game plan of following Devontae Adams around the field. You know, we got a pretty good scheme going on defensively uh, against their offense because it's not only me and uh, Devontae; it's just collectively as a unit coming together to shut down the offense. You know, they got other players too as well too. So, you know, that's the main thing we got to focus on coming together collectively as a unit. What do you think about uh, Pat Sertan following Devontae Adams around the field? Well, you know, um, we'll see what it looks like. We'll see if he does it or not. Obviously, I don't know. He didn't give us an answer there. I don't know if he's going to follow him or not. Um, I believe he is. You think he is? I believe he okay. is. Okay, which is fine, and I'm fine either way, really. You know, it is. It's going to take a collective group to try to slow down Devontae Adams. And, um, you know, sometimes cornerbacks aren't comfortable. You know, going from the left side to the right side and following guys all around the football field when they line up. And, and some guys are. Now, we, we did see him, you know, follow him last year a little bit. It really didn't go our way there when he did. So, hey, whatever. However they did try to design this defense to slow down Devontae Adams, I'm fine with. I just, you know, I uh, I just don't want to see him, you know, um, streaking down the, the going towards the right pylon and, you know, walk off touchdown and throwing the ball up in the air. I just don't want to see that. Oh, so. yeah. That was um that was that's a memory that's a memory for sure yeah Devonte has 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 got the best of him like because not not that PS2 hadn't had success because one game was better than the other but um the more of the impact was made by Devonte yeah yeah and we'll see what it looks like um but it, it's not just Pat Sertan no it's a, you know you you you're not going to just be one on one so you need your safeties to be in the right spot and, and you play towards your help sometimes and so. We'll see what it looks like. You know, we'll see what the game plan from Vance is. Will he travel? Will it? Will he be playing more zone? Will they be playing more man to man? All those different things are very intriguing, and we don't really know what it's going to look like. What the game plan is going to be to try to slow down the Raiders' offense, and especially at the top of the list is you know Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. How are they going to try to slow those two guys uh, down? All right, Zach. 
What do you think the number is on Devontae Adams over under for the game? Oh, oh, uh, is do, right. Do you know it first? Of course I do. Okay. I wouldn't ask you that. I thought if we were I both going to guess and then do a checks and balances. Oh, oh, I didn't know sorry. you had it. Okay, yeah. so I'll no, say Devontae Adams game total. I've not seen this at all. Right. Over under yards. Over under, I'll say 76 and a half yards. Really good guess. Really, really good guess. 72 and a half. Okay. 72 and a half. Okay. Um, and it's hard. You know, it's right around there, right? Um, yep. And, and it's even money on the over or the under. So, okay. Uh, but you, you look at it, it's hard to project. I don't, you know, like it's hard to bet that first week of the season. Um, last year, you'd probably just go over, of course. Yeah. Right? With Derek Carr. But I don't know what their offense is going to look like this year. Right? And I have no so, idea. Um, but if I gave you, you know, $100 right now and said you got to bet the over the under on Devontae Adams' first game, 72 and a half yards, what would you do? Uh, I'd go over. I'll just bet on the Hall of Famer who's still in his prime. They're I think gonna... I think I would also. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, because, like, you can play corner, you can do a great job 70, 79% of the time, 84% of the time, and Devontae could get you for one, and there it is. And, and guess what? What? They're going to be throwing the ball a lot in the second half. <laughs> you know what that means, right? You follow me? Oh, so we'll give them some trash yardage that doesn't even matter. We'll be giving our game prediction a little bit later in the show, but we'll also be giving our season prediction a little bit later in the show. We're also going to fill in the blank for the first time in 2023. Um, so really looking forward to uh, this afternoon on a Bud Light Football Friday, live from Slattery's Pub and Grill. Bud Light, an official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Guys, Guys, get here for the CU Nebraska game and the Broncos Raiders game this weekend. Um, they are going to open up a Slattery's tomorrow at nine thirty in the morning. Oh, okay, right? early because kickoffs open. at ten. Right. So you got you got a nine thirty opening here at Sl- uh, Slattery's, a ten thirty for every NFL Sunday, and they show every game here. Uh, they serve brunch until two p.m. every oh. Saturday and Sunday. Brunch. Uh, Brunch, Bloody Mary, excuse me, uh, and bottle mimosas every weekend. Kitchen open uh, is, is open until 11 p.m. and uh, midnight on Friday and Saturday night, respectively. So uh, make Slattery's Pub and Grill, if you're anywhere near the Tech Center, your game headquarters this fall. Okay, Deion Sanders. And CU shocked the world last weekend when they went into Fourth Worth, uh, Fort Worth and upset TCU. What would a win this weekend do for Coach Prime and the Buffs? I think the reward could be massive, and I'll explain what I mean coming up next. It's a Bud Light Football Friday. Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. Here's Stokely and Zach. weekend for Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes, who have become one of the biggest stories in all of sports, transcending college football itself. Truly one of the biggest stories in sports, and they will have the center stage once again for the big noon kickoff one week exactly after they upset number 17 TCU in Fort Worth. What would a win this weekend do for Coach Prime and the Buffs I think, Brandon Stokely, the reward could be massive. Um, Oh. (sighs) Massive reward. Um, Well, I think, look, when you 
If they go out and back up what they did last week and find a way to get a win, I don't care what it looks like. Just get a win, baby, right? Just win the football game. That continues the momentum. That continues everything that you just did uh, week one, right? Moving forward now to week three against Colorado State. And every game's big along the way, right? you got to always respond, and you want to back up uh, what you did the week before. Um, and, but, yeah, of course, it's, it's, a, it's a huge game for them. First uh, game at home. That place is going to be buzzing like it hasn't in, I don't know, in in decades. Long time. Right? In decades. So you're going to have a lot of eyeballs on this football game again, just like last week. And you delivered last week. Can you do it again? If you don't, you lose all the momentum that you built last week. It's all gone. Right? People are going to say, ah, oh, that, that, was, that was luck. That was fake. You're not really that good. Um, and they're going to they're gonna tear you apart. But if you can back it up and keep that momentum going, especially against a you know a, a, a rivalry game like Nebraska, a good program, decent program, right? I mean, they're, they're probably um, be better than what they've been in the past. Now with Matt Rule, I would think so. Uh, huge game here, huge game at home opener against a, a you know a rivalry game. Keep that momentum going. Keep the momentum going, and that's what they would be doing. And if you if you beat your rival, Nebraska for the first time in a few years on the heels of an upset when you already got ranked number 22 in the country, right? I mean, they could be launched into a top 20 team uh, nationally. Nebraska's been down for a while, okay? Nebraska's been down for a while. Now, historically, you look at the history of the program, I mean, their good was great. I mean, they, they, they had a run. Um, but they have not had a winning season since 2016. So now they 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 had like the most um, one score losses like in the history of college football a year ago, something like that, right? I mean, it was it, a lot of them. It was it was unbelievable how many close football games they played. Five of their eight losses were by uh, one score or less, and they their first game was a one score loss. Northwestern on the game zero game. Uh, no. No, I'm talking about this year. Oh, this year. Yes. Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, they lost like, was it, 7 to 10? Uh, yeah, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 13 was, to 10. Something like so, that. Really low score. You know, they, they, yeah, they're 0-1. You're like, oh, they lost to Minnesota. But it was a close football game, right? I mean, they play a lot of close games. Now, they find ways to screw it up. They do. Um, which is a good thing. But, you know, to think that, oh, man, Colorado's going to, you know, win by 30, here just because of what we saw in week one let's just uh I'm just, I'm just hoping we get a win just find a way to get a win in this game and i'm expecting to be a closer game than i think a lot of people around here are expecting I think a lot of people are like oh you know now all of a sudden we're going to be seeing you know 50 points a game and we're going to blow out nebraska i'm just i'm not in that camp i'm not how, how about you i am not in that camp either i watched that nebraska game very closely and if you just look at the score you're not going to be impressed. And I saw a lot of this on Twitter. It's like, hey, uh, oh, you know, same old Nebraska, uh, uh, a team that a team that can't score points. And, again, if you're just looking at the box score, and really it's true. I mean, the fun, they Why? didn't score points. But if you watch the game, uh, the quarterback is athletic. They had a, uh, a, a multiple red zone turnovers where they're going in on really productive drives and they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Same old Nebraska maybe. Um, but, but there's a reason. Why CU scored 45 points this past week, Nebraska scored 10, and the spread on the game in Boulder is a field goal. Three. Okay, That's so, that, you know. That's that, it. There's Just a reason points. for that. And it's been there, you know, ever since pretty much, um, you know, Monday. Yep. It hasn't really, it hasn't moved at all. So, um, they, they can be wrong, certainly. 
But I, I just think it's going to be a closer game than people um, – than, than a lot of people, I think, around here expect when you, like you said, when you look at it, one and over is 0 and 1. Uh, one team scores, you know, 40 something points or whatever the score was yeah, last 45. week. 45. And the other team scores 10. And you, you just think that it's going to be blowout city. But uh, I, I think it's going to be a close game. And I'm excited for it. I know this, this state is and, and Boulder is. And it's going to be fun again. You're gonna see all the dudes out there oh my on, on 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 Fox, and and it's gonna be a um an, such an exciting environment for the fans of, of of Boulder and the fans of CU yeah. and that program and where it's been. And now you you're a spotlight game again, right? And the whole the whole country is gonna be watching and tuning in to see Dion 2.0, and I absolutely love it. I, I, I can't wait for that uh, 10 o'clock start. Perfect time for me. I, you know, we were talking about it the other day. Yeah. Uh, if if I was going to the game, I don't love it, but for me, 10 o'clock start. That's that's awesome. It's perfect. So it's perfect. I'll be on that second cup of coffee. Yes. Just like you know, going um, Sh- go Sean Payton after that second cup. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just Buckle, up, off. Buckle up, Twitter. Buckle up, Twitter. Look, um, uh, n- Nebraska. Didn't have just one turnover, not two turnovers, not three turnovers. It was four. Yeah. All right. And we, we make the mistake as football fans, and I'm going to include myself in this, all too often early in the season, letting one game uh, and then drawing drawing a straight line between one game to the other. Each of these games take on a life of their own. We'll see what it looks like on Saturday. But CU has become like – remember what Zion – these guys are flying in. What happened to his shoe? <laughs> oh, that's right. He blew out his shoe, right? Um, Nike stock dropped like 10% the next did. day. He's like, holy cow. It did. Nike just lost a billion dollars because his shoe blew out. Yes. Um, but it became like larger than life. It became larger than life for a short period of time. That's what it feels like Dion is, where you got like Michael Irvin on the sideline, Warren Sapp on the sideline. Stephen A. Smith is flying into Boulder this weekend wow. to be at the game. It's like, oh, wow, like this is kind of taking on a life of its own. But going into the last break and coming out of uh, uh, or coming into the segment, I said, if they win this weekend, the reward could be massive. What are you talking about? I think college game day is coming to uh, oh. Boulder, Colorado next week if they win. Next week? I think. I think. Wow, talk to me. I know you did some research. Because I've already looked at the right. week three yes. slate. There is no ranked versus ranked matchup the whole week. The whole wow. week. And and it's a Rocky Mountain showdown. Right. Uh, so, you know, it, it's it's going to be nationally televised already on ESPN, which is really important. It's already locked in okay. to the ESPN time slot. So I think it is intersecting. A really unique period where there's no there's no Bama versus Texas next week. That, right. That's this week. Um, and then you're already locked in to the worldwide leader, and you haven't been to Boulder in forever, and you have the allure of Coach Prime. And, oh. and the fact that it's a later game, what can you do? Coach Prime can come on set with you. Come right. hang out. What other celebrities are going to be in Boulder for this? Oh, we can come have these guys come hang out on wow. set. I don't think it's crazy at all. I think if they beat Nebraska, I think college game day is uh, in Boulder for the Rocky Mountain Showdown. I next like week. how you broke that down. I mean, you're talking about, you know, one of the biggest stories in all of college football is Deion Sanders. Yes. Right? He's, he, he leads ESPN in the offseason, and it's, it's the biggest, it's, you know, one of the biggest talking points of the college football season. And now if you start 2 and 0, and if you're ESPN, you have, if you have no other good game, why would you not? Why would you not use that platform and use Dion's name to um, make it a 
part of college game day. I, I love that, Zach. I love the research that you put in, especially if there's no other big game going on that weekend. I love it. Let's go take care of business tomorrow, and then we'll see uh, if that's part of the schedule. That would be awesome. That will be so fun if that is the case. Um, okay, uh, we're moving right along here. We're live at Slattery's Pub and Grill for a Bud Light football Friday. Bud Light, an official beer sponsor of the Denver Broncos. These guys at Slattery's open at 1030 every football Sunday. They serve brunch until 2 o'clock, all right, every weekend. Um, and with college and pro games, they have 24 beers on tap. Our Slattery's Pub and Grill is the place to be in the Denver Tech Center. They're open up at 930 tomorrow 930 for the tomorrow game. 930 tomorrow for the game, man. Oh, and they have a great TV set up here. Uh, they even have you know new TVs year over year. So even if you were here last year and haven't been here recently, it's it's gotten even better somehow. We love being at Slattery's on a Bud Light Football Friday. Okay, what are the biggest questions we have left about the Broncos heading into the season opener? And where are we most confident about the orange and blue on Sunday. And, and I got my little golf story I got to get in, Zach, and I want to see if you like it, if you love it, if you think it's good, if you think it's great. A legendary golf story that we're all going to enjoy. All of that coming up next on a Bud Light Football Friday live from Slattery's.